0: What do you like to do at night? What do all humans do in the evening times if they're alone? I think especially for all of us living in our own apartments and we have our own lives, we're busy, our friends are busy, we're doing things, we're booked. Then the evenings roll around. You're like, okay, I just did 8,000 things in the daytime. I'm ready to relax, but now I'm bored. (laughs) Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. Why is it such a dilemma where, like, you're ready to shut down your brain, but then you sit there and it's 8 p.m. and there's still a few hours ahead of you, and you're like, what do I do? TV is a little bit boring. I can scroll TikTok while watching TV, but I guess that's a little bit more stimulating. And then I also want something to munch on because I'm a little bit bored. It's just this odd situation of you're trying to relax and wind down, but then you're bored and understimulated. So food is the most stimulating thing. So then a snack becomes three snacks, becomes five snacks. And by the time you actually get up and take a sip of water, you are so full. It's bordering a binge and you just don't know what to do with yourself. And now you have to go to bed on a full stomach. Have I been there before? I literally was there last night. And I just realized that I just cannot sit in my own company. It is the worst. Also, I am so excited to announce that I'm launching another round of the Binge and Body Food Freedom starting Feb. I've been having so much fun with the ladies in this round. I never thought I would like group calls so much, but it really is like chatting with girlfriends and talking about the stuff that maybe other people wouldn't understand, but this group of people will. The other day, we were really taking a look at hunger, and the fear around eating too much. I remember one of the girls saying, "I'm eating all the time. I'm eating multiple meals, multiple snacks. Is this right?" And of course, someone else had a very similar struggle with snacks, and it was just a really nice moment to sh- see the two of them bonding over a shared experience and also struggling with the same challenge. These are women who came together because they were struggling with food and they want to start accepting their bodies and they want to stop the bingeing and fast forward three weeks into my Jan program and I could see the changes, the very visible changes of not overeating as much at night, less of the binges after dinner. I could I can see these profound changes happening even with the short time together because it really is like a crash course. It's a 30-day crash course with all of the best tools I use with my patients on a day-to-day basis. And these are the tools that I use with my patients over a three month plus period of time that I've put into a roadmap so that any course goer can go through and do something each day and feel like they're making an impact and they're growing and they're progressing in their food freedom journey. And we have these weekly calls to bond, connect, really chat about everything that we're going through and what we're learning. And it's such a special moment for us to all bond and grow together. And I just love facilitating these weekly calls. So the Feb round will be no different. There will be weekly calls with me. And there will also be, of course, the roadmap that you'll get with all of the tools and the best exercises I use with my private clients. And I've included a brand new module, and this is the module called I Can't Sit Still, Otherwise I Just Eat. And the heart of this issue is actually a self esteem, self worth issue. A lot of the time, we have a hard time sitting still or sitting at peace just by ourselves. Why is it so hard to sit still in our own company instead of having to do 10 million things, be super busy, or be really occupied? What is the secret behind? being at peace and sitting in our own company. Because if we can sit at peace in our own company, we don't need the food. Something about the food is giving us something to do because we can't sit still. And so this goes back to self-esteem. This goes back to self-love. How can we love ourselves? How can we feel better about ourselves so that we can be okay sitting still? and not have any food be the comfort. I am beyond stoked about this module, and I know that so many of you are struggling with this issue. So this is the, f- the fifth and bonus module that I think you all will benefit from. So to recap, this course, I'm enrolling the next round until the end of this month, Jan 31st. So you have until Jan 31st to come join me and an awesome, loving, kind group of women so that we can tackle this together and get you to food freedom Hopefully by March, or at least a few giant leaps closer. So join me. You'll see details in the show notes. I cannot wait. I'm having so much fun. I'm thinking of even extending the timeline. One month is truly like a crash course. And I know that more weekly calls will only be helpful. So this might be the last time I'm offering this one month container for all of you. The next time I open up this course again, it might be for a three month container. So if you want a sneak peek if you want a really big juicy bite of what this course has to offer get in now and you'll have lifetime updates so anytime I add new bonuses you'll have access to them in the future it will most likely be a three-month course so get in now while you can while it's a one-month course just so you can see what it's like and I cannot wait to see you all inside I'm only human. And still to this day, I have still so many nights where I'm sitting there and food is my friend, relationship, boyfriend, something to do, evening hobby, activity, you name it. It becomes all of those things for me. And if I'm not eating, then the TikToking and the watching a TV show or Korean drama is just not doing it for me. So if you're someone with a very hungry mind where you need to be consuming something or being super stimulated is the way to distract yourself from food, I feel you. And I'm going to try and see if I can riff on the tips that I have for this, because again, I am also working through this piece too. If you're someone who is eating enough and you're feeling really nourished throughout the day and you're not running hungry for too long during the daytime, then I have a feeling most of this evening munching is because of boredom, is because of the soothing and comforting nature of food at night. And I don't know about you, but I don't love nighttime. I'm starting to enjoy it. I have a few candles. Last year was a year I finally decided I'm a big girl, I'm going to invest in candles because self-care, I also bought some eucalyptus. So my setup is really lovely, I have candles going, I'm looking at my eucalyptus plant, and it just feels really cozy. So these little touches are making my evenings feel more enjoyable. I am also starting to create the habit of reading whenever I can. For example, if my Korean drama or TV show um, is getting a little bit boring, I might then just context switch and spice things up. I might say, okay, I've had like an episode and a half of Singles Inferno. I want to stimulate my brain now, and I will actively put a book in my bed, like on top of my covers as I'm sitting in bed watching TV. And then I'll context shift and read a few pages and like three pages in, I might get bored and then go back to the show. And that is actually really helpful because it helps feed my brain with different stimulation. And then finally, for years and years now, I have made it a habit to always have tea next to my bedstand. So after dinner, it is literally my ritual to make tea. And when I do that, then I get to have it next to me. I get to sip it throughout the night and it keeps my mouth going. It, it stimulates me in that way. But the issue is I still have this desire to munch. And sometimes, most of the time, if I'm really intentional, I know I just want a palate cleanser. I know I just want some fruit. I know I just want some chocolate. I know I just want something to switch over the salty flavor into something a little bit sweet or neutral. So that usually is enough. But then sometimes for whatever, Ever reason. Last night, I was feeling really anxious. The thing that makes me the most anxious is confrontation. And so yesterday, it more so had to do with having a really tough conversation with a client. Sometimes it's feeling a little bit lost as to my business and my life. Sometimes it's like a mini existential crisis of what am I doing? Am I on the right path? what am I, What can I control and what should I surrender? And then I get into this weird sort of a funk of not feeling good enough or on the right track or some kind of way. And that makes me feel anxious. So then what I end up doing is munching and munching and munching. Of course, it's ultimately not serving me. But what tends to help is if during the day, I've had some sort of really exciting, stimulating activity. So if that day I was just sitting at home working all day and I hadn't done anything fun like walk the dog or get outside the house or have a change in scenery, then at night, of course, I go run to food because that's been the most exciting, stimulating thing of my day is the food. Versus if I had gone out and taken the dog out for a walk, had a change of scenery, went out to eat or hung out with a friend, then I feel more fulfilled at the end of the night and then I can move on. Alternatively, I would love to also develop a coping mechanism where I feel comfortable reaching out to friends in Ideal case scenario, in an ideal world, whenever I have these feelings of anxiety, I would feel comfortable just calling up a friend and having a quick chat. doesn't have to be for an hour long, could be just five minutes. Hearing someone else and not living in my own mind for two minutes is just so helpful. Just hearing someone's voice and their thoughts is such a nice change of pace. So in ideal case scenario, I would be comfortable just calling up a random friend every night for like five minutes and just say, okay, let's do this. Let's do a quick check-in. I want to see what you're up to. How's your day? Take me out of my thoughts. Let's let's do a quick um, reset. <laughs> so those, those are things that I would do that come to mind that I haven't been brave enough to make a consistent habit, but I hope by speaking it into existence, it inspires you to take action. It inspires me to take action. And side note, I have been really diving into the world of manifesting and speaking things into existence and thinking things into existence. And before I get to woo-woo, I actually really like it because with body image, I essentially teach a very similar thing. So for example, manifesting is, from what I know so far, is where you think about the best version of yourself, who you want to be, what you want out of your life, what you have, the things you've accomplished, there be that version of you. Feel the feeling of being that version of you and live life as if you were that future best version of yourself. And you might notice, at least in my, in my experience, when I imagine the best version of myself in the future, it's someone that is super confident, has no doubt in my abilities. I am really social. I will reach out to these people. I have the coolest friends. I have the coolest collaborations for my podcast. I am unabashedly confident in reaching out, putting myself out there, doing the thing, stepping into the world, having an amazing friend circle, social circle, professional circle, feeling supported, all of the things. And when I just think about that, I get so excited because I feel so loved and supported and cared for and successful. And the next thing that I do tomorrow is I might have the courage to reach out to someone and interview them for my podcast, which literally happened the other day. I got, I felt so jazzed and so excited that the next morning I emailed one of my favorite YouTubers and I'm so excited to say she confirmed it's Beryl, Beryl from Great Big Story and she now has her own YouTube channel confirmed to be a guest on my podcast. So stay tuned. She is my favorite human on YouTube because she celebrates food from across the world. She goes through dishes and tells the story of the culture and the people in her community who eat the food. I love her so much and I had the confidence and the courage to do it because I was thinking in the best version of myself what she would do. Back to body image and back to food. If you lived in in a body that you accepted, if you had a a relationship with food that was effortless and peaceful, how would you live? What would life be like for you? What would you be doing right now? What would that future version of yourself be doing in their life? I have a feeling they would be really confident and really unabashed about going out, meeting new people, making friends, doing the thing, engaging with life, traveling, seeing the world, exploring the city, whatever it is that your heart desires. If in the future version of yourself, who's comfortable in your body and really at peace with food, I imagine those are maybe some of the things that would happen. And honestly, the only thing that's stopping you right now from doing all of those things is you. And that's what I realized for myself too, is the only thing that was stopping me from reaching out to really cool, influential people that I look up to, to collab with was me. It's not that I'm not good enough, or I'm not cool enough, or smart enough, or charming enough, or charismatic enough. It's just that I didn't think I was those things. But if I am the best version of myself, I am all of those things. And there are moments in my life that I have been really charming, cool, charismatic, caring, all of the things, all of the great things. And I can continue to be all of those things if I choose to be all of those things. So you can continue to be all of those things, make new friends, meet new people, travel, if you choose to. And you don't have to let your body or your relationship with food bog you down. There's a lot to be worked on though. I know that there's a lot to be worked on. You can't just imagine yourself out of these things. We do need to process your emotions. We have to process the loose Ties, we have to kind of piece it all together, but know that you have more power and control in your life than you realize. I literally don't even know where this podcast started, (laughs) and now it's flooding back to me. I was talking about living alone and eating at night. Ultimately, to really summarize, the tips would be to imagine what you want at night what would you want to see yourself doing at night what would best serve you the things that you can really think about is how to make your day more stimulating and how can you make your evenings more stimulating without the food for me it's just being brave and calling up a friend and being excited enough to push myself outside the door and do something during the day but what is that for you again i'm still a work in progress here This is a thing that we have to be intentional about on a daily basis, but ultimately we have more power than we realize. We are not just helpless to this daily evening pattern. We can break the pattern and just think, do I want a palate cleanser type of an evening snack or am I actually hungry for a hefty snack? Most of the time is probably the former. So how can you honor that palate cleansing portion of a snack most nights if that's what you want? With that, hope you have a great week ahead and I'll see you next week.